Welcome to the Summer Rook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin. I'm here with your very own Pastor Joey Rumble. Hey, great to be here. And uh, Pastor Joey, man, we got to go up and see Owen wrestle this week at the ACCs. And uh, man, was well, that crazy? He won. He's champion. Yeah, yeah. heavyweight. 285. That's my very own brother. I was so proud of him. And man, he did the power bomb. His signature power bomb on a heavyweight picked him up, slammed him right on his back, and uh, got some major points. In, off in the that. final so, match. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was really cool. And man, if I had to wrestle Owen now, I used to beat him back in the day, but, uh -huh. but now it would really bring some fear uh, into me. And I think that plays into uh, your message this Sunday about uh, wisdom's cry and the fear of the Lord. And uh, God's a big God. And uh, we want to know that he loves us, but also it's good to to walk in the fear of the Lord. So uh, how do we hear wisdom's cry through all the noise? You know, uh, Proverbs 8 talks about wisdom is at the crossroads, and the, the literal meaning of that is between the paths. Between that and Proverbs 1 where it says that wisdom is crying out uh, at the noisy streets. And, and I love Craig during the moment, Craig Yoho, one of our elders shared how uh, that personification of wisdom, uh, Lady Wisdom calls out, pretty neat, uh, that we need to, um, I think one of the biggest things we need to realize is wisdom is not hiding. And we really uh, leaned into that, to, uh, that God wants us to have wisdom, but we got to take the time uh, to really be listening to it. Uh, so that, that's kind of my heart. And that, that piece about Selah uh, today, as I was reflecting on the message yesterday, uh, the, the, you know, Psalms that Selah means pause. We just need to keep working at pausing, taking the time to really just pause. God, what are you saying here? What, what are you, what are you speaking in my life? A decision I need to make where you're, I'm at a crossroads. Mm. Yeah. It's like, makes me think of like giving God your eye contact of just slowing down, giving me your attention and just taking some deep breaths and say, God, what are you saying? Well, Holy Spirit, where are you leading me? Um, and just kind of leaving that open for him to... Yeah, and, and to Selah, just pause. And, and I, I made that statement, if you don't control it, it will control you. Distractions. And there's just so many distractions. There was this old commercial years ago uh, that it was all about Calgon, take me away, that all these distractions. And uh, I think... Um, we need to uh, just uh, Sela. Do you do you think you can schedule Sela moments, or is that going to take away from the Sela effect? I think it's both. Uh, oh no, I don't think I think it'll add to it, it to schedule it. I don't think it'll take away from it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be concerned about that at all. If after years and years of it, you may need to adjust your plan or. Uh, but yeah, I think you can schedule, but also look for those opportunities, those moments where you can pause. Mm. I like that's good. Um, I I thought it was really interesting in your sermon. How uh, you were talking about like pursuing wisdom and how your burden as Christians, we often take some stupid steps. I know I have. Yeah. Uh, taking some foolish steps, and you kind of were jumping on the white squares, and you brought up Michael Jackson. I think you even said that you were Michael Jackson 2.0, and I was like, oh man, that. I just imagine you up on that stage doing your thriller. I was like, man, I, that would be a sight to see. But video, that's the honest yeah. truth. You talk about this video that's right. before. That's right. Because I thought I could have been Michael Jackson 2.0, but after watching the video, no, no, no. I, I don't have zero rhythm. And uh, But in taking those steps, uh, I, I think you the, uh, with those Salem moments and taking those steps, like something I do, like when I go jogging, 
I'll always, most often I'll run by this area of water and I'll quote about planting by streams of living water, Psalms 1-3. And it's a Salem moment. It's a very restorative moment while I'm out exercising. And so I try to do regular things like that. So I recommend every person find those times where they can get away. And the key here is to get away from the distractions and noisy streets to hear what God's saying and to replenish, to be refreshed in him. That's good. And you talked about um, how wisdom, you just said wisdom's not hiding, but you quoted Proverbs uh, chapter 2 in your message about seeking for wisdom as silver and searching for it as hidden treasure. So, I mean, in a sense there, it kind of seems like wisdom's hiding if it's like hidden treasure. So like, is that just because we're so distracted that we have to like make it intentional or what kind of, what kind of you think in there? I, I think it's definitely crying out. Wisdom is, is, is crying out in the scripture. There is showing uh, that it needs to be a lifelong pursuit. Everything within you, it doesn't need to be a part-time hobby. So yes, wisdom's crying out. Uh, it's not hiding. Uh, it, but in this way, it's using another example of where we're seeking for it as for hidden treasure. Uh, it's another metaphor, another comparison of wisdom. Yeah, it makes me feel- So I think maybe it's uh, referring there. Man, listen, uh, it's crying out, but there, there's times where you got to... You need to be pursuing it with everything within you that uh, at other times it may not be as easy to when you're at a crossroads to know what decision to make. Yeah, it makes me think of being like a pirate for wisdom. You know, <laughs> I'm searching for that treasure and I'm going to take hostages. All the other distractions in my life, they're going, they're walking the the, the diving board into yeah. the sea. Um, but I'm going to search for wisdom because it's that important. It's, it's going to mm-hmm. change your life. What else were you thinking, Pastor Joey? Oh, that <laughs> on the uh, that that part about going all in. I had mentioned, I shared that it should not be a um, a part time hobby. That we we need to go all in with the Lord. Gotcha. Um, another verse I really liked that you brought up was Hebrews chapter six, um, and it talked about. Um, Verse 1 said, Therefore let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go into maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Um, And it even talks about eternal judgment there. And he's saying that that eternal judgment and thinking about the judgment that's going to come is foundational. It's like a very building block of a faith. Like it should be in you. Like that should be something that you don't even have to be taught on because every day as a Christian we should be thinking about uh, the judgment of God. And so... is there any other thoughts of how that helps us here, Wisdom? Yeah, absolutely. What you just said, it, it needs to be within us. One day I'm going to approach my Heavenly Father, and I'm going to be held accountable. Either he returns while I'm here on earth, and I'm held accountable, or when I, I pass away here to go uh, approach the throne of grace, the judgment seat. I, I'm going to be held accountable. I'm going to be uh, standing before the throne of God, and that should cause every one of us to have a holy fear. Yeah, I think of Jesus, um, how, he, how he's going to return one day, and Revelations uh, 22 talks about, come, Lord Jesus. And, and so I think, like, when are we as Christians excited for Jesus' return? And I think at times, I, you know, i like, no, Jesus don't return yet because, you know, there's, there's going to be those places in your life where you're like, I don't know if I have it all together, right? And and we kind of just put off the return of Jesus. But if we if we really lived every day of like God's going to return, like His judgment is near, and whatever you wouldn't change, 
change it now, like as yeah. if he was returning today, and that can kind of help you live wisely every day, uh, thinking and meditating on Jesus could come today. Yeah, that's huge because I, I think it, really with uh, the message last week that you shared on the fear of God, and this week as we're talking about wisdom's cry, and I, I just uh, listened to a talk by John Bevere on the fear of God, and he just uh, came out with a book called The Awe of God, uh, all about the fear of God. I, I'm convinced that we as Christians need to be focused on uh, having a healthy grasp of the love of God and the fear of God. And that when we have, when we really begin to lean in both areas, scripture is so clear how much stronger we would be as a Christian if we had a healthy grasp of the love of God and that healthy fear of God, that he's Lord, that he's in charge, he is Savior and Lord, that we need to be obedient to what he reveals to us. And John Bevere shared in his book, now after preaching it in every state in America, over 40 nations through the years, that uh, he's convinced that one of our, our biggest uh, stumbling blocks as Christ followers is we have a dumbing down of holy fear. And so we need to make sure that we don't allow that to happen. Matter of fact, I'm super pumped about men's breakfast this Saturday morning. Uh, men love to have you there, uh, March 11th, 8 a.m. But we're um, uh, we're really going to dive in even more as men. How do we have that really strong love of God and and the healthy fear of God in our lives as men? Yeah, because I like how you're saying like if if we as Christians did have that healthy. Uh, understanding of the fear of God, but also the love of God. Like, look out. Like, you're going to be such a powerful Christian in the world, uh, such salt and light. And, uh, man, we as men, let's do it. Let's come this Saturday. Let's learn how to do that and shine a light uh, in our communities. Uh, You were talking about how Jesus is both Lord and Savior. It makes me think of uh, Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that he died and, and he's gonna and the father raised them that you'll be saved. So it's like foundational to your salvation yeah. of seeing Jesus not only as a savior who's loving and merciful, yeah. but also who's Lord. He's God, he's the judge, he's in charge. Um, and that that's what it means to be a Christian, yeah. understanding that love of the Savior, but also understanding the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And, and so you want to have a healthy grasp of both. You don't want to uh, move to all to the fear of God or move all to the love of God. Both are foundational for us as Christians to grasp. And, you know, I, I'm in a, a small group right now that Mike and Teresa Waters are hosting, a freedom group. And, man, uh, as you come into their home, they make everyone feel so welcome. It's awesome. And this past week, uh, I was out of town and uh, Judy Weber was leading the group and I was talking with uh, them after the group about how great it went as they were meeting with God and, and, and really grasping how much God loves you and walking in that freedom of God. And, and uh, so I'm really excited about, I feel like God's opening our eyes to the important blend of love of God, fear of God. Yeah. I think groups are such a tangible expression of the love of God. And when you have a group community that's really truly loving each other, you get to see and experience God's love there for yourself. In action. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that's awesome. So any, any final thoughts for us, Pastor Joey? Yeah, no, that that's about it. I'm just uh, super pumped about uh, this week as we continue to look at Simplify of taking wise steps of becoming prudent. And scripture talks so much about that. Uh, so I want to continue to grow in uh, obeying the Lord in those areas. So the Summerbrook takeaway, so if you want to make headway, 
you need, need to take, take away. away. So what, what's your takeaway from this message? Uh, clearly that what does it look like in my personal life to have a healthy grasp of the love of God and fear of God? And it's not, and this is going to be, this is a lifelong pursuit to continue to grow in the rest of my life. It's not like one I'm going to be at this arrived moment of uh, I've okay. I grasp all the love of God, all the fear of God. No, this is something I'll be growing in the rest of my life. Yeah. My, my takeaway is I'm coming to men's breakfast Saturday. I'm going to be there growing in the love and fear of God. Um, but also I want to live each day knowing the, the, that foundation of the eternal judgment and expecting that Jesus could come today um, and living in that. So what's your takeaway, church? Apply the message. Walk in the grace and the spirit of God. And uh, God bless you this week.